God bless. God bless, God bless, ladies and gentlemen. This is your brother Jesse Jarab here with you for the day, as you've been hearing. But now we're here with you for Christian thoughts. Interesting and inspiring topics on being a Christian, but still being human. Today, ladies and gentlemen, is a topic that hits home. And it hits home because it's a topic that we went through, of course. A lot of us, all of us, go through as Christians. God bless you, sir. <laughs> all of us go through as Christians, you know, sooner or later as Christians, we all go through this. Uh, we all go through battles, we all go through trials, we all go through tribulations. And that's why this topic is one that'll hit home, one that'll cut deep. But it will also inspire, ladies and gentlemen. And today's topic is, You are bigger than your battle. You are bigger than your battle. Or, I'll even dare to call it, You and your God are bigger than your battle. And we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, right after a great song, one of my favorite songs as actually, it is called Break Every Chain. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles Who did? Zach Williams. Zach Williams. If you've been here in the same old voice, the same old lies. If you try to feel the same old voice inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison shake against Savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light of day and the dead of night. We've all found ourselves. We are live with Christian Thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, and as actually I said it wrong, that was, and that is still playing in the background, Zach Williams and Chain Breaker. Chain Breaker talking about our God, who is a mighty Chain Breaker, ladies and gentlemen. And today we'll be basing, ladies and gentlemen, our topic on the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verse 1. Speaking on the fall of Jericho, or some of us know it as the Battle of Jericho. But before we start, of course, we will be starting with our commencing prayer. Dear Jesus, dear God, we give you thanks because it is another gorgeous, beautiful day that you have allowed us to have. It is another beautiful day that you have allowed us to be here praising you, glorifying your name, God. We ask that everyone who listens, may they be touched 
May they learn something new about your word, God. May they learn something new about you, that you are the chain breaker, that you are the battle winner, that you are the war winner, that you are God the Almighty, that you are the counselor, that you are God all of the above, if you will. And we give you thanks because of that. We give you thanks for dying for us on the cross. We give you thanks for resurrecting on the third day to give us life in abundance, God. We ask, God, that you put the words in our mouths, that we, not, that we do not speak if it is not your words, that we may not speak uh, uh, empty words, but they, they may, that they may be words coming from your lips, and let us be the speakers. You have the might, God. You have the authority. And you have the, the spotlight, God. And we are just the speakers. We are just the speakers, God. Uh, 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 resounding every word that you say. We give you thanks because we know it is done. Because we ask of it in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. And we give you thanks. Amen and Amen. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, today's topic is you and your God, or you are bigger than your battle, and I will even dare to say you and your God are bigger than your battle. And as I said, Joshua chapter 1 verse, no, chapter 6, excuse me, Joshua chapter 6 verse 1 is where we will base our topic for today. Um, as I said, we know it as the Battle of Jericho. We know it as the 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 fall of Jericho, if you will. Uh, some of it, some of us know it as the Battle of Jericho. So. Let us start with Joshua chapter 6 verse 1 and it says in the New Living Translation if you will please. If you want to come with me to Joshua chapter 6 uh, verse 1 we'll be reading from 1 through 8. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And it says now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, the Lord said to Joshua saying, I have given you Jericho, its king and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horns. When you hear the priests giving one long blast on the ram horns, have all the people shout as loud as they can. Then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. We give God praise and thanks for that word. God bless Brother James. God bless sir. How are you today? Pretty good, pretty good. Now I want to give, I want to thank you Brother James because it was actually you, it was actually Brother James ladies and gentlemen who who had the 
had the uh, topic for today, had the idea for the topic of today. Uh, we were just waiting for his call. <laughs> uh, thank you, Brother James. Um, now, I was saying to the audience, Brother James, that this topic hits home in the sense of, of course, all of us as Christians will sooner or later um, have battles, have trials in our lives, and probably we already are going through a trial or a battle in our lives. And exactly. I love the title that you gave it, and it's, You Are Bigger Than Your Battle. And I will even dare, and I've been saying this, that I will even dare to put, You and your God are bigger than your battle. Amen, there you go. And, and... It's it's funny because it reminds me of a of a famous saying that says, "Don't say to your trial or don't say to your problem, don't no excuse me, don't say to God, look how, look how big my problem is. Say to the problem, look how big my God is." Right. There you go. Right. There you go. Now, Brother James, what got you into this topic? I'm sorry, what, what was that? What got you to make this topic? What what inspired you with this topic for this week? So, uh, this, the, the inspiration for this topic, uh, like, you, like you had mentioned that we all, we all face challenges and um, situations or uh, moments in our life where we, we kind of just need that one deep inspirational word that kind of hits home and it just shakes up everything and it all begins to make sense again. Oh yes, definitely. And, and so when, uh, when I had shared the first idea with you that uh, the little piece about this means war. Yeah. I I actually thank you for telling me to uh, to pray and rethink it because that was only that was only a, a piece of an idea. It wasn't even a full thought out idea at the moment. Yeah. And so I I prayed about it and. I was just, it, it, it's funny because after I prayed about it, I then got a word on what the topic should be for Saturday if you didn't have one. Ah, nice. Yeah. So I prayed about it and I just, you know, did one of those one-on-one -on -one prayers. I just was outside walking around and I looked up and I was just like, well, I'm like, God, I need a word for Saturday. Amen. What do you want me to say? Amen. <laughs> and then the new topic came in my head that you are stronger than your battle. And the story that God gave me was Joshua and the Battle of Jericho. Yes, sir. And so as I began to rethink the story, I'm thinking like, hmm, Joshua and the Battle of Jericho, that's a, that's a good story because because God tells Joshua 
that I want you to go to Jericho. Yeah. And Joshua willingly says, okay, God, I'm going to Jericho. And he gets there and he sees the city walls and he's just looking up and he's just like, my God, the walls are taller than I am. How, how do you expect me to even make an impact into this, into this gigantic wall, God? That's right. And God answers back and he says, here's what I want you to do. I've placed you here because this is a position where I need you to be at a time like this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the reason I've placed you here is because, yes, the wall is taller than you. And, yes, the wall may look stronger than you. But I want you to stand tall, dig your feet into the ground beneath you, and look that wall from top to bottom. And let, them, let that wall know that though you stand taller than me, my God is able to do anything. So, wall, you're just temporarily placed there, but you're not permanently blocking me from anything. I'm talking to somebody. No, that's right. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm talking to somebody. So, so it, the inspiration behind this topic is to let you know that no matter how tall it may look, no matter how much the odds may be stacked against you, just just know that when you're when you're spiritually positioned somewhere, you're already the champion because God said so. That's right. Amen. Preach it. Mm. Mm. I love I'm, I love I'm, that I'm, you said that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm preaching to, I'm preaching to somebody and it, it's building up. I don't wanna I don't wanna get too far down the line without breaking down points and making it as easy to understand. Yes, sir, yes sir. So so I, I, I do apologize in advance if I seem to be pacing myself, but <laughs> This is this is one of those topics where you actually have to pace yourself. Because oh, yes. this, this this literally hits home, and it hits home to the point that now I can actually tie in that small idea I had about this meeting war. Yeah. Uh, this is where it ties in because if you think about it this way, totally separate. I'll give you a social studies standpoint and brother just you probably you probably know about this once I start to explain it but uh, there's a story that we learned in social studies and I believe it was it was either it was the Greeks and the Trojan horse yes and they offered the Trojan horse as a decoy and a sacrifice mm. And little did they know that the surprise of the good guys were hiding inside, waiting to start a war. Mm-hmm. So, now I, I know there's some questions like, "Well, brother James, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? What, why are you telling us about a Trojan horse? Why are you <laughs> mentioning a, a, a decoy or anything like that?" Sometimes you need your decoy to not only be your distraction, but that's your plan A. Mm-hmm. The decoy is the first line of defense, and most people fail to understand that your decoy sometimes is the best accessory you have in your weapon arsenal. Oh, yes. And so, now that I've, I've mentioned that I can tie in, I can tie in my small idea of this meaning war, and not only for it to hit home, but for it to hit a person. So, what I mean by this meaning war is that 
you have to look at your opponent. You have to stare your obstacle in the face. You have to look the enemy right in the eye and let them know, enemy, whatever you're coming for, you can't have it because I simply won't allow you to take it from me. That's right. You can't take my job. You can't have my car. You can't take my spouse. You can't touch my kids. You can't take my money. You can't make me financially stressed. You can't make me deep in debt that I can't see out of my eyelids. Uh, come on, somebody. Somebody mm. needs to hear this word. Hmm. Don't, 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 uh, what do you, what do you say? Don't, don't lose your reception now. <laughs> I, I, I won't. I, I won't. I'm, I'm, so far, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm standing in one spot. So. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> uh, but you are correct. You are correct. Um, sometimes we need... Sometimes we need a distraction for the, for the enemy, for the devil himself. Sometimes we need to distract the devil with something else. Well, you're probably thinking, Jadab, how, how do I distract the devil with something else besides... Oh, that, that's easy. The enemy likes anything that's new and shiny. So what you have to do is... You have to... This may sound a little crazy and cliched, but you have to get two of everything. Yeah. Why, why get two of everything? Because if you lose one, break one, get destroyed, or the enemy decides to take it, you can be like, yeah, sure, you can have that one because I have another one sitting over here that I just won't tell you about. But yeah, yeah I only have that one. Yes, yes, that is true. <laughs> but, uh, but as well, and, and, and you make a good point, but as well, uh, when you when you put your trust, let's say this, when you put your trust in God, that is the enemy's distraction. Yeah. Now, what do I mean by that? When I say, when you put your trust in God, you distract the enemy, you distract the devil, ladies and gentlemen, because you, he thinks that he's going to take away your peace. He thinks it's going to take away, you know, something. And when you have, when you put your whole self fully on God, and I've been hearing this a lot today, when, 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 when God is your number one, when you are a straight up Christian, when you are a straight up born again Christian, there ain't nothing that can separate you from God. Ain't nothing that can, ain't nothing that can, can that can distract you, but it will distract the enemy. It will make the enemy think, okay, here's let's let's get him this way, let's get him that way. But nothing that the enemy throws at you will even prevail, will even touch you. Because you are in, I know if you guys remember, if, if the audience remembers the, the story of Job back in, back a few weeks ago or a few months ago, we talked I about Job and the, and the shield, if you will, that God had around him and his possessions him and around his life. And the devil knew this. The devil knew that Job had a shield around him. Yeah. The devil says, I can't touch him because you have a shield. You have a, a, a hedge, if you will, that I can't get over. You have a, something that's covering him. 
And that's what we get as Christians. That's what we get when we decide, ladies and gentlemen. When we decide to put our wholehearted self, when we decide to put our whole self in God, and when we decide to put our whole trust in God, you keep the, the enemy distracted the whole time. Because he's thinking, okay, how am I going to hit him? There's no way to hit him. He's going to be starting to get busy for nothing. Because you have your trust in God, and no matter what he throws at you, I santo, I'm, I'm talking to somebody here. There you go, talk to them. When he, you have your trust in God, he, no matter what the devil, or no matter what the enemy, no matter what any human or any being throws at you, and the Bible says it clearly, no weapon formed against you shall prevail. And when we say weapon, we always think of gun, we think of sword, we think of, you know, axe, we think of whatever. But when the Bible says weapon, when it says no weapon formed against you shall prevail, shall uh, uh, touch you, it means nothing. It doesn't mean literally a weapon. It doesn't literally mean, you know, a gun or a sword or, or, or a, a fireball that the, the devil will throw at you. No. It's talking about nothing that the devil throws, no matter if it's sickness, no matter if it's, you know, uh, uh, fine, like, like Brother James just said, financial stress, uh, things against your kids, things against your spouse, things against your job, things against your, 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 your house, your car. I santo Dios. Jesus. No weapon, it, when the Bible says no weapon, Ladies and gentlemen, it means nothing. Nothing that the devil throws, nothing that anyone throws at you will prevail. When you are formed in God, when you are putting your whole self in God, they can say, and, and, and this hits home very badly, but, but uh, I'm going to say this. They can say, people can say that you're the liar. People can say that you're the betrayer. You People can say that you did this, that, or the other. But you, when you know you have the truth, when you know you did nothing wrong, when you know you have God on your side, Santo. Oh my God. When you know you have God on your side, let them talk. Let them speak. Let them say whatever they want, because no weapon formed against you, Santissimo, you are worthy, Jesus. No weapon shall prevail. Nothing that the, the enemy throws, nothing that anyone throws at you shall prevail. Nothing will touch you, because you are... You're, 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 you're backed up, let's just say that. Yeah. You, the God's got your back. You got angels all around you protecting you from everything that the devil tries to throw. Yep. You got Heck. angels. You got his power. You got his authority. You got his trust. You got his hedge. You got his shield. You got the same shield that Job had. God gives it to you. Ay, Santo. Woo, Jesus. Talking to somebody today. I know that's right. I'm talking to myself first. I always like to say I talk to myself first when I preach, and then I talk to somebody else. 
I don't I don't blame you. And, and sometimes the, the best person to talk to is, is yourself. I know that. Because I, I, I will use myself as an example. I, till this day, still talk to myself just so I know that I have my ideas lined up. I know that's right. <laughs> you are so I, I definitely know how you feel. It. You definitely have to talk to your to yourself, and that that that's a the perfect place to to, to start. But if, if if it's all right, brother, just I'm gonna dig just a little bit deeper on top of what you just said. Go ahead, go ahead. Don't let it. Don't 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 lose the flow now. Don't lose the flow. <laughs> oh no no. <laughs> I won't. I won't. But uh. But sometimes it's it's not as as far as as far as no weapon formed us can prevail. It's not just a physical weapon, and that seems to be our first thought. Yes, we hear the word weapon, so we think, okay, it, it's a knife, it's a it's a gun, it's a bat, it's a, yes. it's, a it's a two by four, it's barbed wire, it, it's a chain, it's, it's it's this, it's that, it's a chair, it's a table, it's a ladder. Yeah. No. No, this is not it's a table dog, ladder this kind of match. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not this is not a you know this is not a, a physical weapon match. This is this is a little bit deeper yes, than sir. that because it's it's not a physical standpoint as far as no weapon prevails against you. It can be it can be emotional, it can be mental it can be verbal, nonverbal, environmental, even. Oh, yes. Because people think like this. If I can mess up your environment, I can mess up your thinking. If I mess up your thinking, I now, I'm now inside your head. So I now play all the mind games that you didn't think I had lined up. Oh, yes. What the enemy doesn't know is that when you allow them to play mind games as a decoy, there we go again, mm -hmm. use, you use their mind games as a decoy and now you can play reverse psychology on them so you without them even knowing you just took their own mind game flipped it and gave it right back to them twice over and they don't even know it mm -hmm, that's right and now they're thinking like well how did you see that coming how mm -hmm. did you how did you block that how did you counteract what i was going to use the very thing that i knew was your weakness to destroy you mm -hmm, that's right and so, you, so that, 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 that's where, that's where that goes. And it's, it, it's, you know, I can't seem to find the word for it right now. <laughs> that's right, that's <laughs> but, time. but, um, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? I just had it. Ah, God, bring it back to my mind. Mm. Loading, loading, loading. <laughs> buffering, buffering. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, buffering, buffering. You know, here's a word from our sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Yada. You know. <laughs> uh, atmosphere. Yes. There we go. Atmosphere. All right. There we go. I, I, for some reason, drew a complete blank and I couldn't figure out the word. <laughs> uh. But Rebuke it, sir. atmosphere, atmosphere, you cannot let the enemy enter your atmosphere because once they enter your atmosphere, your spiritual air becomes contaminated. Oh, yes. It gets contaminated. It now seeps in through 
the top of your head because that's where they're going first. Oh, yeah. If you if you don't notice by now, when you get sick, sickness goes for the strong part of you. It's not going to attack the weak point. It's going to go for the strong guy first. Mm. So the enemy is like a sickness. He's going to attack your mind first because he knows that's the strongest weapon you've got. Because he knows as long as you're thinking, you can block him every step of the way. Ah, mm. there we go. Nice. There we go. That, that That's helping somebody right there. Don't let the enemy enter your mind, no matter what. Protect your mind at all costs. I repeat, protect your mind at all costs. <laughs> As a matter of fact, not only your mind, but your heart. Exactly. And when I say your heart, and when when and, and I believe that where Brother James is taking this is is, is and praise God for this because actually uh, um, a a a brother of ours in our church actually spoke about this last night, and he was talking about he was talking about protect and guard your heart, protect and guard your heart in the spiritual sense, your spiritual heart, your spiritual mind, protect it. Even the Bible says it. Yes. Even the Bible says it. The Bible says protect your heart because it's the most valuable, it's the most, uh, 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 the biggest thing that God wants is your heart. The one thing that God wants is your heart. The Bible even says, I, talk, uh, I knock the door of your heart and see if you open, and if you open, whoever opens their heart to me, I will dine with him and him with me. Jesus, you are worthy. Oh, yeah. that, that, that almost sounds like another scripture I, I've, I've heard before. Yes, sir. Uh, the, the one scripture that I can think of after you just said that one is that he is greater, he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. That's right. That's correct. And that's, that's one thing we got to remember. When we remember who's fighting our battles, when we remember who is with us, we don't we, we don't we don't worry about the world. We don't worry about the and, and and praise God that you said that, brother James, because I actually had a a a verse that go, talks about that. And it says in First of John five five, it says, "Who, who can win this battle against the world?" Who can win this battle against the world and the one who lives in the world, as, the, as Brother James just said? Who can win this battle against the world and the one who controls this world, which is the devil, which we rebuke him in the name of Jesus? Amen. Who can win this battle against the world? And it says, only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You hear what that says? Only those of us that believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and not only that, those of us that believe He's with us, those of us who that believe that Jesus is God, that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus resurrected on the third day, that Jesus defeated death and the devil himself, those of us that know He is with us, we have no issue. We shouldn't have an issue.
No, we shouldn't. You're absolutely right. We shouldn't. And, 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 and I change it like that. I change it to say we shouldn't instead of we don't because that's the hardest part to remember. When we're going through a trial or, or, or like today's topic, we're, when we're going through a battle or a war, ladies and gentlemen, a spiritual battle or a spiritual war, we forget that the one who is with us is greater, just like Brother James just quoted from the Bible, greater is he than he who is in, greater is he who is with me than he who is in the world. We forget that. We forget that, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what puts us down. That's what puts us depressed. That's what makes us worry about our financial status. Hello. Hello, somebody. <laughs> that's what makes us worry about what we're going to wear tomorrow, what we're going to do tomorrow. We worry about tomorrow, and we just and I just heard it today from another preacher. He said, why are we worrying about tomorrow? Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow is not promised. Right. Those of us that think on God, those of us that trust in God should not worry about tomorrow. Well, worry about tomorrow when it gets here. That's right. <laughs> Live for today. Say that again. Say that again, Brother <laughs> James. <laughs> You worry about tomorrow when it gets here, but for today, you live for today. That's right. I know. Amen. A big amen to that. <laughs> worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes, when tomorrow gets here, when tomorrow arrives. Then you worry. Right. Not even, don't even worry. No, don't, don't worry. Just be prepared. Just be prepared. There you go. Santo. We talking to somebody, brother James. Oh yeah, we we talking to somebody. <laughs> tomorrow, should, tomorrow should be like this for you. Today, you take notes for today. Oh yes. Tomorrow, tomorrow's like a new class. You take new notes for tomorrow. That's right. That's right. We worry too much, ladies and gentlemen. We we forget that we should not have any issue when we know who is with us. When we know who is bigger than the one who is in the world. When we know, I Santo, Jesus, you are worthy. When we know, ladies and gentlemen, who we serve, when we remember the God we serve is bigger than the God of this world, hmm. Hmm. Hey. Hey, talk to them. <laughs> what? What do we have to worry about? What? do we have to worry about? And I say we, because I add myself in because I don't remember this sometimes. I, just like every one of us, gets worried at a point. Yeah. We get the desperate. We get desperate. When, 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 when desperation happens, ladies and gentlemen, that is our... Mistake. Yeah, that is our biggest enemy besides the devil. Desperation. Exactly. Desperation, anxiety. Oh yes. Overwhelmness. Whew. Nervous nervousness is even one that can cause you to be your biggest downfall. Oh yes. But um, can 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 we can we give the audience just a, a reminder of scripture though, Brother Jesse? Go ahead on. 
Here's the best reminder. Brother James. <laughs> oh, the devil is a lie. We rebuke him in the name of Jesus. We just lost him. But I believe that Brother James is going to say a scripture that's going to talk to a lot of us. And here's, as a matter of fact, here's a scripture for everyone. An inspirational scripture for you. Here's Psalm 18 verse 39. You have armed me with the strength for the battle. You have subdued, subdued my enemies under my feet. You have armed me with the strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. Psalms 1839. Brother James, you with us? Brother James, you with us? Jesus, you are worthy. But, uh, we continue. First of John 2.13 says, I am writing to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ who existed from the beginning. I am writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. We all know who the evil one is. I am writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. Exodus 15 verse 2, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise Him. My Father's God and I will exalt Him. That's Exodus 15 verse 2. It says, God, the Lord, is my strength and my song. He has given me Victory. That's 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 something we must remember. God has already given us the victory, ladies and gentlemen. God has already given us the victory, ladies and gentlemen. We just need to remember that. We need to remember who our God is. Who our God is. When we remember He is the Almighty, when we when we remember He is the 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 Alpha and the Omega, when we remember He's the beginning and the end, when we remember He He already knows our whole lives, when we remember He already knows what what we're gonna go through and what we already have won. Trust in Him. Trust in God, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, I guess you can call this topic and this message a part two to our trust in God topic. Because look what happened. Look what happened, ladies and gentlemen, with, the, with going back to the city of Jericho, to the fall of Jericho. We already read that God told Joshua, God told Joshua, this kingdom is 
yours. I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. Joshua 6 verse 2. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days, and on the seventh day, verse 4, you are to march around the se town seven times with the priests blowing the horns. When you hear the priests giving one long blast on the ram's horns, have all the people shout as loud as they can, then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. Do you see what I mean? God knows. God knows exactly what was going to happen to Jericho. He said, I have given you Jericho. God has given us Jericho, ladies and gentlemen. What does that mean for today's day and age? God has given us the victory. I don't know if you heard me when I said that. I'm going to say it again. God has given us the victory. God has given us Jericho. Jericho will be and is destroyed. Hello. Hello, Brother Jesse, it's me. Okay. Good to hear from you again. Yes, I am. Sorry, I do not know what happened. Yeah, you were, <laughs> right when you were about to do a good scripture point, it just clicked off. <laughs> Uh, phones. What are you going to do with them? Yeah, technology, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, before Brother James gives a scripture reminder, what does that mean for us? What does that mean? God has given us Jericho. What does that mean for today? God has given us the victory. God has given us the victory. The championship is ours. The championship belt. For those of you, for those of us that like watching wrestling. The championship belt is ours. Amen. The championship belt is ours. The, 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 the Super Bowl championship trophy is ours. What's another one? NBA Finals. <laughs> the NBA, <laughs> NBA Final Championship is ours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know many sports. I just watch some. <laughs> but, you know. You're, you're just an equal sports supporter. Yeah. <laughs> God, ladies and gentlemen, gave Joshua and the Israelites Jericho. He already knew what was going to happen. He said the walls would come down. They would collapse and the people will can charge, excuse me, straight into the town. But let's see. Let's see what, what, what it says on verse 15. Let, listen to this. And we'll get to Brother James' uh, scripture in a minute. But listen to this really quick. On the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn and marched around the town as they had done before. But this time they went around the town seven times. They did exactly what God told them to do. Glory, glory to God. The seventh time, as the priest sounded the long blast and the horns, Joshua commanded the people, Shout! For the Lord has given you the town. Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. 
Only Rahab, the prostitute, and the others in her house will be spared, for she protected our spies. Do not take any of the things set apart for destruction, or you yourselves will be completely destroyed, and you will bring trouble on the camp of Israel. Everything made from silver, gold, bronze, or iron is sacred to the Lord and must be brought into His treasury. When the people heard the sound of the ram's horns, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly the walls of Jericho collapsed and the Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. They completely destroyed everything in it with their swords. Men, women, young and old, cattle, sheep, goats, and donkeys. Jesus is worthy. Amen. Exactly, ladies and gentlemen, to the title, to the letter, exactly to the point. God, what God had said how did happen. What God said was going to happen, happened. Because they obeyed Him. Right. They knew who they trusted in. They knew who God was. They obeyed God's command. They obeyed God's word. And Jericho was theirs. Brother James? Yes, sir. Go ahead on. Alright, so there are two reminder scriptures I'd like to share with the audience. And Brother Jesse, this is for you too. If you, if you want to add yourself into it, you're more than welcome to. Yes, sir. Uh, the first reminder scripture comes from the book of John, chapter 1, verse 1. And it's, it simply says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Amen. So, to sum that up for everyone, that means before you even started life, God knew that there were battles awaiting. Amen. And God simply said, when the time comes, just know that I am here. Amen. I was here before you were even born, so I know what you're going to face. I know what you're going to go through, and I see how to get you through it. The question is, will you follow me? Hmm. I know that's right. Hmm. The question God is asking you right now is, while you're in the midst of your battle, in spite of how many enemies are sitting at your table, no matter how many demons are sitting in your living room. I'm talking to somebody again. No, no, that's right. God simply wants to know, are you going to follow me through this battle? Because I've been there for your other battles. Oh, yes. That's what... Are, are you going to follow me one more time through this one? Amen. Because I see how you make it through. I see you standing tall. I see you holding that title belt high above your head with a mac and cheese smile on your face. <laughs> God says, I see it. I just need you to, one, follow me, two, fully trust me, and three, relax. Amen. Relax, because God says, I got you covered. Great. Let me say that again. Say it again. <laughs> God says, relax, because 
I have you covered. Great. There's no need to worry because you've been covered since you were a baby. And now that you're grown, just know that you're still covered. And the blessings never faded away. They just grew with experience. Right. <laughs> I love that. Hello. Preach it. Gloria a Dios Santo. Hello. Hi there, Apostle. God was there when you were a baby. And now that you've grown up in age and years, now your blessings didn't fade away as you went through puberty and teenage years. No, 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 my friend. They just dug deeper to their roots. They got more water. They stopped for a water break along the way, and they got more experience. So now they're twice as dangerous because now they understand from an, from an adult standpoint that God actually has me covered and can't nobody stop that no matter what. Ah, oh my God. Great. Gloria a Dios. Woo. I love it. You just confirmed everything I said while you were away, Brother James. <laughs> I did? Yes, sir. That is purely God. That is God. straight up God. Santo. My God, that's pure confirmation because I was gone for a good three minutes. Jesus is good. That was oh, pure confirmation. Oh, my God, my God, my God. I, Lord, it's good. I, I honestly think, Brother Jesse, this is why my parents gave me the middle, the middle name of Emmanuel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my God, which I found out later on through my childhood that translated, my middle name means God is with us. That's right. That's God right. with us. So, oh, my God, I'm the wrong person to be fighting the enemy right about now, but <laughs> I take it anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, that's right. My name, ladies and gentlemen, is Jesse Jerev. That means God exists and He will sustain us. Ooh, Jesus. Whew. Our names, ladies and gentlemen, even give you a confirmation that God is always with us. God has our back. Oh, my gosh. Brother. Oh. I nailed it. I nailed it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jesus. God is with us, ladies and gentlemen. God has our back. God has us covered. Just like Brother James just said, and just like I was saying before, God knows our beginning and our end. Santissimo Santa Basada Saya Sama. Woo, Jesus! God knows our beginning and our end. God knows. He was through it all. He's seen it all. He knows you have the victory. You're he right. knows. He knows when you were born, so He knows your entire life. Mm -hmm. He yep. says before. What do you say to Jeremiah? Before you were even born, I took you. I named you mine. Santo. Before you were even in your mother's womb, I said you were mine. Ah. Jesus, you are worthy. Okay, so before you even came into the world, you already had the heaven stamp of approval. That's right. Ah, how you like them apples? That's right. Hi, Santo. How, how, you, how you like that? How do you like that? But I'm going to move on to my second scripture. I know we're, we're running out of time, I believe. Let's go. That's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Um, back on track here. Second reminder scripture that I want to share very, very quickly. I do not know where it's located in the Bible, and I do apologize for that. But the scripture 
simply says this. If God stands for us, who can be against us? Amen. Meaning, when you understand that God is actually a team player and he's been playing on your side the entire game, <laughs> and now you get down to fourth quarter and you have a minute and a half left and you ran out of plays in your playbook, That's right. God simply says, hey, just so you know, I'm here. That's right. So, what what does what does that mean? Passing the ball. When you're overwhelmed, God is there. When you're when you're nervous, God is there. When you go into uncharted territory that you don't know how to claim just yet, God is there. Oh yes. Going back to the team player quote: Pass him the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Don't. Don't take all the spotlight. No. Because if it wasn't for God, you wouldn't even have a light. That's all right. And Matthew Matthew five fourteen says it clearly. Ye are the light of the world. That's all right. So so for for the for as, as I like to label them the the non believers that say, Oh, there is no light, there is no God Well, Okay, if if that's your if that's your argument, answer this. If there was no God, how come my past didn't eliminate me? True. Mm, if 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 there's no if there's no God, how come when I was at the bottom of the barrel I didn't drown? That's right. If if there's no God and there's no light, then how come I'm still able to think with my mind? Mm. How how is it that I can I can still process what's going on if if my past didn't stop me and yet I'm here. Hmm. What does that tell you that, that that I'm here? What it tells what it tells the enemy is that you hands down beat at the enemy because you had a strategy before the game even started, because you showed up to the pre meeting. That's right. Hello, somebody. You knew you were going to sweat today, so you decided to put on something comfortable so you knew you could get down and dirty. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Hey, there you go. For, for some people that need that, that refreshing toss of water towards them, there you go. You need to feel worthy. So what, 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 what am I trying to sum up here? Is that here's... here's Here's what God wants you to fully understand. I'm going to break this down very, very deep. So please pay attention because this, this is about to get real, real deep. And I don't think I've ever said this before, but this is going to get really deep. Go ahead, on. So now, Brother Jesse, I'm going to need your help with this. Now, we, we understand that there's, there's three parts to life, right? Yes, sir. We understand that there's past, present, and future. Yes, sir. Okay. So, here's how deep this is about to get. Because, see, God is a mastermind. See, God thinks like Einstein. What he does is he gets a piece of paper. It's blank. Mm-hmm. And what he does, splits it into three quarters. So now you're looking at this paper... And there are three separate sections. Still with me? Yes, sir. All right. 
So now that we have three blank sections on this one piece of paper, at the top of each section, God writes a word. And in the first section, he puts past. Second section, he writes present. Third section, he writes future. Hmm. Stay with me here. Stay with me here. I'm going to draw out the whole picture on this piece of paper. Now, for those that think I may be making this up, no. My visual aid is so wicked that I'm drawing this in my mind at the same time I'm explaining it to you. <laughs> so, right. so, the first section is labeled pass. Under that section, God labels everything you've done in your past. Yes, sir. No matter how long the list is, he puts everything in your past in that section. God then moves to the second section, labeled present. Now, present is us living today. Two minutes, Brother James. Two minutes, okay, cool. All right, so, second section, God labels present. That's everything you face today. Could be past, it could be in a couple of minutes, it could, it could have been a couple of days ago. It could have been, it could be next week and you may not even know it yet, but God labels it there. Now, he moves to the third section labeled future, leaves it blank, doesn't even touch it. Now you're wondering, God, why didn't you touch the future section? Why is it blank? God says, I want you to understand this because here's what I did. I showed you your past. I showed you the present. What I need you to do is I need you to battle everything in your past and as you battle things in your past your present is one step closer moving to the future mm. 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 what does that mean that means that step by step you battle the past so you push the you push the present you forward enough that the future you begins to write new plans mm. Mm. Nice. My God, my God. So what is the future you doing right now as you're living in the present you? The future you is taking notes so that when the present you knocks off one on the past list, the present you says, hey, future, we knocked one down. Draw a piece of the picture. Hmm. So the future you is writing a new vision and making it plain enough so you can live a better life without any distraction or decoys from the enemy. That's all right. I love it. Awesome. And I believe that sums up my two minutes. Yes, sir. <laughs> and with that being said, thank you for listening to Christian Thoughts. Thank you, Brother Jesse, for having me. It's always been a pleasure. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> it was a great, great topic today, Brother James. God moved in such a way I didn't even imagine he would. <laughs> uh so, as Brother James just said, this has been Christian Thoughts. We invite you to tune into Christian Thoughts every Saturday from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock p.m. And you are listening to WLLY Wilson, 1350 AM, where we love loving you.